0: Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, the garage. This is the Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together just to catch up. <coughs> I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. Oh, boy, do we have a show for you. I haven't seen you in a week. My hands are you cold. You look the same. Yeah, well, st- <laughs> I'm ten- in- I am 10 pounds lighter. That's good. No, it sucks. You think it's all muscle? It feels it. I look in the <laughs> mirror and I look like a little bitch. I'm dying to get back to the gym. I'm telling you, man. When you take that, this is you're, when you get back to the gym. You're gonna rip real quick. I hope so. I need to. When it, when can you go back? When are you gonna test again? I'm not gonna test again. I'm done testing. Um, I'm good on Thursday. That's what the doctors say. That's what all the. Although actually, I just saw a thing today that said there's new CDC guidelines. That's like instead of 10 days, it's now five days, if you're symptom free. I don't know what that means. Regardless. Yeah, but are you symptom free? I feel like everyone's very very loosey goosey with the symptom Honestly, I would say no. I mean, I'm congested and I have no s- taste or smell still. <laughs> I would say I'm pretty congested, which means I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything early. But Wednesday is my 10th day, which means Thursday I'm free. I will be at the gym. I will go to work. (laughs) (laughs) Get back to my normal fucking life. You look fine. I feel fine. I mean, it was a good case study for me. Comparing you and Amanda to mom and dad. I gotta give it to the vaccine. Why? Amanda was better than all of us. And she's unvaccinated. She had one rough day. Not really. But here's what I'm saying. She didn't have any rough days. She had no symptoms the entire all time. I'm saying. She had some symptoms. She was congested and then had a backache. I'm also eating Sour Patch Kids. I would love to know what those taste like. Why? They're delicious. Oh, you can't taste anything. No, it sucks. <laughs> it's by far the worst symptom of all. That's what of everyone this. says is that you can't, that's the worst. It's getting so frustrating. Do you have any taste? Like is it a bad taste or is it just no taste? Like right now I'm sucking on a Ricola, can't taste it. <laughs> it's like nothing's in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you could taste textures, and like like you feel it. Mom made prime rib, and she brought over prime rib, and I was starving. I was like I took a bite of it. I was like, oh, was so good. She's like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I can't really taste it. <laughs> but like, but, it, but I it knew it was, was good. Like yeah. I could. I you can remember tell. It was I <laughs> remember what Prime Root tastes like. Oh, I bet this is so good. <laughs> but here's the interesting thing. If I eat something extremely salty, yeah. I can taste the salt. Wait, I can't taste the flavor. Kit. What flavor do you think is best? It's Probably orange or something. Yeah, here's like a, I'll give you three different <laughs> ones. Here's an orange one. Don't drop it on the ground. All right. Yellow. We're socially distancing it. Yeah, you can still eat it. Five second rule. Where is it? Where is it? Under the chair. <laughs> 20 seconds. <laughs> and he's blue. I'm not going to be able to taste them. I'm currently sitting outside of the garage. Okay, so like, you know how like first they're sour, then they're sweet. Yeah. So I get the sour. my My tongue can pick up that it's sour. Yeah. No matter what color it is, there's no flavor to it. It's just sour. And then as soon as the sour wears away, there's nothing nothing in the mouth. Interesting. Yeah. But. That's more than anything else I'm getting from anything. You should anything. get a lot of sour candies. My tongue will fall off. <laughs> or at least you'll taste something. Sour Patch Kids are pretty good. So, yeah. I have COVID. So, let's lay it out. We got done recording our last episode Monday. Monday. A pretty good episode. Yeah. We were watching Monday Football. We had spent Sunday together most of the day. We spent all of Saturday night together. Mm-hmm. You were symptom free, and then after the podcast Monday, mm-hmm. you got sick. Yeah, and then after that, Amanda got sick. We were in bed on Monday night, <coughs> and all of a sudden, I was just like, "I don't know." You know, like when you can when you first start to get sick, you can almost like smell and taste. Sick. I don't even know if that makes sense. Yeah. But it comes with like this, like taste in your mouth. And I went and I said to Amanda, I was "Like, I don't think I feel good." I was like, "I can tell something's coming on." I just started like not feeling well. Took my temperature, and it was like 99. And I was like, "Oh, that's probably not good." And then, what was the highest your temperature got? 102.7. It's a decent fever i'll tell you what though covid is by far the weirdest thing i've ever had well it's because it's man-made you know like the whole time i had the fever it never felt like i mean at night you'd get like the chills like a normal fever but for the most part like i've had a 102.7 degree fever before you feel like you're dying yeah this fever is like you're you know you have the fever because you took your temperature, but like if you didn't take your temperature, you'd just be like, oh, "I just don't feel good." It's not like you feel like your insides are burning, or you can't. See. I don't know. It's it's just weird. Like, so you and Amanda are unvaccinated, unvaxed. Our parents got it at the same time. They got it they earlier both, than us, but yeah, yeah. Well, years. that's not true. Dad got it the exact same day I did. Yeah. Um, they're both vaccinated, but they're elderly. Mm-hmm. My mom's not elderly dad's elderly that mom's so they're 72 sh- they 60s and 70s <coughs> susceptible age ranges but vaccinated and boosted i think my my mom got the booster shot the day she got it so make with that what you will but she was the first person in our family to get it then you and dad got it Dad and Mom's cases, I think, were definitely milder than your case. No, oh, for sure. But long. I still think, though, I don't know. There's so much we don't know. Yeah. Like, with this stupid Omicron thing going around. Judging from what I know, which is nothing, they had, they probably got this Omicron variant. I don't think I had the Omicron variant, because apparently the omicron variant is just like a cold, and you don't lose your taste and smell, and you don't develop fever. I developed everything, so I would. But some people would attribute that to the vaccine. I mean, maybe. But regardless, I'm trying to be fair. Regardless, regardless I talk the vaccine. Regardless, my case was definitely more severe. I wouldn't call it severe, though. I call mine like a mild flu. Imagine you had the flu, but it was a very mild flu. But it wasn't flu. that bad. Yeah. Like, the flu is still worse than that. Like, yeah, you've had sicknesses I've, that have... Yeah, you I've had flus worse. that killed, like, legitimately I thought I was going to yeah. die. I never once thought I was going to die on that. But the only gonna- the only problem for me is as a uh, hypochondriac paranoid person. Yeah, like, everything makes you think you're going to die. Every day was just me, like... Waiting to die Waiting for my breathing to change <laughs> Like I kept thinking my breathing was gonna <gasps> <laughs> But that never happened And then Amanda Never really got Sick Like she was congested But she had been congested for weeks and weeks and weeks, and it weeks. It I She's think She's testing positive And then she tested positive And then nothing really changed Except for one morning she woke up With a stomach ache and threw up And then that was it I did that Yeah but I don't even think that was from COVID I think it was from what she ate the the night before (coughs) well we had Christmas normally yeah except we would've went over our parents' house with you well I was supposed to be in Florida well yes. so that didn't happen we had it just us here (coughs) Rose got a whole bunch of presents it was adorable watching her open gifts for the first time the videos were very cute um Uh how does Rach feel about not being as smart as like a six month old? <laughs> With about what? Putting the wrong shaped brick into the wrong hole. Well, wasn't that hilarious? I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> the holes are color coded. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, just a all around good holiday. And it was just sad I missed you. I hope that you appreciated how well I took care of you while you were sick. Oh, well, I was actually going to say how do you feel about the way you treated me during this? I deal? got you everything you needed when you asked for. It. Sure. And like, I checked in on you regularly. A waiter could also I be a dick you, while getting you I everything you asked you for, everything you needed. Well, a dick. I'm not I'm not calling you well, a dick. Well, we've already went through this. You need that mental stimulation to motivate you. If I would have If I'd been like, oh, Frankie, I feel so bad you have COVID, you would have died, because you would have been like, I am such a victim of COVID. Instead, you got a little bit of time getting, I was getting very upset with Amanda. Why? (laughs) Because she refused to think anything was wrong with me. Like, she thought I was just being dramatic about the whole thing. Stop being a bitch. And I'm like, listen, I'm not saying you need to, like, pamper me or cater to me, but, like, I'm not making up feeling like shit for four days. I handled our workload, don't worry. Yep, you gotta do it another week. Hopefully I don't get it. But, so far so good. Well, I think if you would've... I think you would've gotten it by now. Listen, I just wish something would've happened... Over the last two years of COVID have convinced me that I was wrong, that eventually one of these mutant strains is going to kill 50% of the population. It's getting, the. Yeah, it's going the other way. Doesn't matter. This is all it takes is one pop. This was made in a lab so that the vaccine roll out and the mutations would happen rapidly. I think they want to they kill us. Who well, knows? Probably. Now, I know they're incompetent. <coughs> we all know how Chinese products are made. Oh, have you seen the movie Don't Look Up yet? Uh, it, like, no. just came out on Netflix. It's Leo... It, there's a lot of people in it, but it's Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep. And the idea is Meryl Streep's... Are they drinking the blood of children? She portrays the president. and Meryl Streep is president? Yep. DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are these, like, scientists from Michigan State who are... Who just found this comet the size of Mount Everest that is going to hit the Earth. (laughs) Nice. And they're like, holy shit, we have six months and 14 days to do something about this. And they try to talk to the president. And the whole thing is like, no one's listening, no one takes it seriously, and then I won't spoil how it ends. but The comet hits the Earth, we all die. I have so many issues with the movie. Because, like... <laughs> Meryl Streep is clearly portraying this Trump-type role. She's a conservative president. Her base will take anything as if, she like, says. By the way, as well, if, like, Democrats would respond to a crisis in a, in a timely manner to save well, us all. That's like- <laughs> what my point was. was, like, they're... In this world that they've created in the movie... Imagine if in a Trump presidency, there were these liberal scientists who were like, hey, there's a comet coming and it's going to take kill us all. They take a meeting with the president. The president shoos them away and goes, yeah, you're an idiot. They go to the media and say, hey, the president's not listening to us. We think this is happening. And the media doesn't run with it. We think that's what would happen? Are you crazy? Every news outlet in the world, everyone on Twitter would be We'd talking be like, about the comet and calling Trump an idiot. Yeah. So, like the movie doesn't make sense right then and there, so, but, regardless, (coughs) it's called Don't Look Up, because, like, eventually the comic gets close enough where they're like, just look up, it's there, like, just look up, and it becomes like, trending thing on Twitter, like, just look up, and it's like, I don't think that's one of the things people in this country wouldn't take seriously. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we would just choose to be assholes about that too. But like I don't know. If a comet was hurtling towards the earth I'd like to think we'd be like Nah. I think that's probably the most realistic thing about that is I think the response would be nothing we could do. I think when a crisis that big ever actually shows itself to the leadership that's this far gone I don't think there'd be any response. Like, if UFOs legit, like not some scripted CIA hoax UFOs, but let's say like, like real Independence Day style, like <coughs> end of days UFOs are coming to like literally blast the Earth and use the resources at its core. We would there'd be no hope. Like, I hope you know that those yeah. movies like there'd be nothing. Well, no one's going to save us. In well, this I situation. said halfway <laughs> through the movie. I'll spoil it. I don't care. You should still watch the movie. Uh, actually, you probably shouldn't watch it, but it's a... It's Don't a, give Leo that money. It's a B-minus movie. Uh, Spoilers ahead. Halfway through the movie, I said it to Amanda, said it, you know, if they... If everyone... If this movie doesn't end with everyone dying, it's gonna... Like, I'm gonna hate it. I'll never believe it. And it ends with everyone dying. As it should! Yeah. Like, that's 100% how it should go. Um, but I think there's something to that It's kind of beautiful, where it's like... We're almost gonna die. That's um. Well, I think it was 2012. At the end, the solar flare just fries the whole Earth, and then yeah. it's just over. Um, but they go on those little arcs. Yeah, I guess some people survive. It's like the last. It's like the last night before it hits, and they're just like at the grocery store going grocery shopping. That's crazy. And they're making a dinner. They're sitting around. And as they're eating the dinner, it just gets progressively worse and worse. Everything starts shaking, lights are flickering, sh- fires in the streets. They just keep eating their dinner until they, ev- like, evaporate into nothing. Like Pompeii. It's beautiful. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? You gonna fight it? Just eat your dinner. Love you guys. Jeez. <laughs> um, <coughs> that's one of the things that I really don't like about, like the progressive socialist people. Because that's who that all is catered to nowadays. So, like, of course it's got to be from the angle of the conservatives group. Not that I think conservatives are any better. But... Well, the whole, like, the president's base, which is so clearly supposed to be, like, the MAGA base, start campaigning on don't look up. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's what would happen. And okay, it, she's okay. at a campaign rally, and a, uh, one of her dumbass, with a red hat on, it says, don't look up in MAGA <laughs> And Amanda was like, I don't think it's supposed to be Trump. And I was like, are you oh, kidding me? <laughs> and the guy looks up, and he sees the comment, and he goes, they lied to us! <laughs> oh! And they get all angry, and I'm just like, so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, that's what they think of, like, people. Yeah, of course. But that's what I don't like about the socialists. They like, Especially the Democrat socialists, the far leftists these days. When Trump started running and we stopped supporting Bernie because he got behind Hillary, I thought we all understood it was just a corruption thing. Like, the, the establishment status quo politics need, needed to go. Bernie represented a, a threat to it. But then he bent the knee. Trump never bent the knee as far as we knew. Let's go for Trump. And Trump's four years in some ways were glorious and a lot of other ways were absolutely disappointing and terrible. But the worst thing to come out of it is the progressive left has solidified themselves in this like they're still fighting that caricature of people that hardly (coughs) exist like those the people that they think are their opponents those people yeah they aren't their opponent no i'm your opponent and i'm telling you i'm not fighting you we're not enemies why are you arguing for an economic system that's all you're doing you're taking an economic system and you're trying to say that that's what we need WHY DO YOU THINK THAT'S WHAT WE NEED? WHY DO YOU THINK IT'S SOCIALISM? YOU KNOW WHAT WE NEED? WE NEED TO FIGURE OUT WHAT THE HELL IS WRONG WITH OUR SYSTEM. BECAUSE A LOT IS WRONG WITH IT. AND THEN WE COULD DECIDE, HEY, DO WE EVEN WANT TO USE MONEY IN THE FUTURE? BECAUSE SO FAR, LET'S SAY THIS MOVIE IS METAPHORICALLY CORRECT. WE HAVE A COMET HANGING OVER OUR HEADS EVERY SINGLE DAY. IN EVERY SINGLE WALK OF OUR POLITICAL AND SOCIAL LIVES. Like THERE'S TICKING TIME BOMBS EVERYWHERE be it the economy, be it our foreign affairs, be it our domestic uh, conflicts that we have with one another on a social level. So we all should be able to agree that it's not the system of economics that's going to save us. It's got to be, what, the exposure of incompetent politicians that exist on both sides of the political aisle? Like, a Democrat wouldn't stop... A comet if you had six months. A Republican couldn't do it either. There's no response to that. That yes. could <laughs> So how do we fix that? How do we <laughs> a system that could respond to something like that? Uh well if the workers own the means of production. It starts with the assholes. You need you're the you're on the dictator bandwagon. Yeah. If we had a dictator we could probably spawn, respond to it. I want to democratically run for for president to then become a dictator. Like, you know... I think it's brilliant. You know how Kim Jong-un would respond to a threat like that. If he controlled... If he could have his way, he'd just shoot it with something. I don't know. I think he might just ignore it. I think he would shot fire missiles. I could be wrong. I was saying this during the movie. I could have swore I remember Elon Musk. I think it might have been with Joe Rogan. And they were talking about giant comets. (laughs) And Elon Musk was like, yeah, like, there's, there's... bunch of different ways you could stop it if anything like that was to happen like you could obviously like nuke it he goes, but that's not necessarily what you would do um he goes you can paint it and then he just kept going and I remember going paint it and I think Joe Rogan even goes what do you mean paint it he's like yeah like you just you just paint one side white and then it diverts its course completely and we're like what <laughs> what do you mean you just you just paint an asteroid he's like yeah so the whole time we're watching the movie, I'm just like, "Why is no one suggesting just paint the, the <laughs> asteroid? Like, you just paint it." Well, I guess in a vacuum of space, right? Like the white, maybe we re- get like, energy from the, the yeah, sun. like it gets hot and reflects and gets pushed. Ah, it's a brilliant idea. Eamon. Yeah, get but Elon Musk, and then you could like mine it. Like you could mine an asteroid. Uh, I mean, we really only have two options as a species. It's either like, evolve. And find a way to become a more unified, advanced species together. or Adapt or die. die. (laughs) We're not really adapting. We're on the die here course. (laughs) (laughs) We really are. We're so on the die here course. There's no one showing any ability (laughs) to adapt. Like, China wants to so bad, but they're horrifying. You think at some point, though, China's just going to be, like, screwed by us? Yes, we're the biggest thorn in their side. Right, like they're like, God, these fucking idiots are. The just Americans gonna- <laughs> are gonna kill us all. Yeah, and they're right. Like, <laughs> but fuck you, man. Like they're terrible, <laughs> but even they're like, these guys, <laughs> suck! guys. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be able to put yourself in the in the other shoes from their perspective. We're the we're the worst. <clears throat> I mean, I always think of that with Putin and Russia, like I don't, i every time. Putin doesn't invade us through Alaska or something just to be a dickhead. I'm like, well, good for you, Putin, because we antagonize him. So we have so much power and so much more money, and and all we do is kick it. We're the poor bullies. Yeah, we're such dick. We're like the kids in the classroom, just like I'm not rooting for Putin. I don't want him to do it. I'm saying if he did, I'd be like, well. We're going up to like other bullies, like they're not we're not necessarily like picking on like the good kids, we're just picking on other bullies, but like Like, they don't deserve what we're doing to them. (laughs) It's not like we're like, yeah, kick that bully. It's just like oh Not in any direct way. No, it's just like sad. (laughs) Um that's hilarious. So yeah, you have COVID. You're trying to get through it. I haven't caught it. My family hasn't caught it. My daughter has a (coughs) fever today though, so hopefully that story isn't about to change. (coughs) How would you feel if you got COVID after doing this podcast? Was it worth it? Honestly, I don't care. I think I'm going to get it at some point. Especially if I don't get vaccinated, so... That's fine. I've been saying the whole... The whole... I'm pretty pumped about it. you threw. Yeah, like, I've been wanting to get it, so... It sucks that it happened at Christmas. Like, would have loved for it to happen. Hey, some people go to the hospital in, like, 14 days, but you can't... At, Don't count your chickens, At man. any other time, but... You feeling good? Yeah, I feel pretty good. Man, it's The fact that, like, I was walking through the grocery store, and there are people, like, hacking their lungs out, and there are other people who are practically in hazmat suits. It's such a weird... It's such a... No one cares. Feeling. No one cares. Some pe- no, but that's the thing. Some people care so much... And other people don't give a shit. <laughs> Did you see the video of that lady on the flame on the plane? The one who got kicked off? Just yelling at the guy like that... your mask! It's like woman, your mask is down. Lady, I'm gonna slap you. I would never hit a woman. And then she again. S- again. Then she scratches the guy in the face, tries to hit him, and spits on him. What 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 message are you sending about this disease that you're spitting on people, you psycho? Wow. So, uh, what was your favorite Christmas present? I didn't get any Christmas present. I gave you a Christmas present. And I'm sure Amanda gave you something. I learned a new yo-yo trick in my quarantine. So you got a good yo-yo. Yeah. (coughs) You broke my yo-yo. Still haven't got that string. (laughs) It's coming. back order. Damn Duncan. Uh... (coughs) It's cold. Yeah, why don't we call it here and then we'll pick it up after the Dolphin game, which is huge tonight. Should we preview the Dolphin game? Let's pre. Let's just touch base on where the Dolphins stand. <sighs> this is the thing. I've been getting more and more nervous. I was saying to Amanda I before. I was like, I think about it. I was like, I have anxiety. <laughs> she goes. She goes. Why do you have anxiety? I was like, I don't know. And then I was on Twitter and I was like, Oh, it's the Dolphins. The like, dolphins That's play. what it is. <laughs> it's the I was like, The Dolphins play tonight, and I'm. Um, I'm excited. This is the most excited and scared I've been in a long like, time. Productive. Tua has a chance to go out there, ball out against the Saints on Monday night. Put up points. Make us eight and seven. Woo! We're the seventh seed. We'll be in the playoffs. We're in the playoffs. It's amazing. Or, regular listeners of this podcast who stick around for after the sports <laughs> after the sports sports segments will know. <coughs> The Dolphin season this year has been a saga. Are we ever getting a delivery? How nice. Um, has been a saga. Yeah, and I mean to get, have Claude back. Do you remember seven seven. our conversation at during the Colts game when we were one in, were we one in four. Yeah. We were like it's impossible. Everyone was getting fired. No, you were like, oh, we're gonna beat the Colts. Okay. How are you? Good. Cool Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Have a good night. How you Merry, Merry, Christmas. Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You. And I was saying, like, no, the Colts are looking at us, going, "What an easy game this is!" Like, this is where we get right. Yeah. And you were like, "No, no, no." And then we lost that game, and then it got even worse from there. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are in Week 16 with two weeks left to go in the season. <laughs> Uh, and a win <coughs> tonight sets you up for needing just two more to solidify yourself in a spot in the playoffs. You control your own destiny after all that. You've, A, earned this because you won all these games, but B, haven't earned anything yet. So you have to look at it both ways. You can pat yourself on the back a little. That's, so that's what I was going to ask you. It was like... What do you think the tone in the locker room is? You have to be hungry right now, right? Like I would really like to imagine, because right, you so haven't done anything. You you watch Xavier and Howard on with Richard Sherman. Yeah. Uh, okay. He was starting to say it then, like he goes, "We're a good team." He goes, "It sucks when you start out that way," because like we all knew we were we were better than that, but we just weren't executing. We weren't playing right. We weren't running what we should have been running with some younger guys. And, like, this team is different than last year's team. It's a like, new team, but it's also got a lot of experience, a lot more experience than I had last year. There, there's a lot of camaraderie on Instagram. They're always posting stuff, reposting each other's things. Like, I think they want it. And I think that they're pumped that they got to this point. They, and really- I hope to God that they know that their destiny's in there. I don't I don't want them to be oblivious to it. I want yeah. them to know, like, if we fucking win out. You're going to the playoffs. Let's win you this game. Yeah. Starts, win this game here in New Orleans. Let's go out this season. Yeah. Beat them. Um And I and I hope Flores has that message for him. Right? And it's absolutely horrifying because like I texted you last <laughs> this game that historically the Miami Dolphins absolutely shit the bed. And I and I don't <laughs> disagree with that, but I just don't want it that this team It is different, is but it's different. not. Brian Flores. Listen, if you if you lose this game I, it's a bad I want him fired. I know. I know that's crazy. I know it's crazy. But like, you've oddly put yourself in a position where it's like I either want you to win out and win Coach of the Year, or, lose or I want you gone. Out. No, I don't agree. I don't agree. I, don't agree. <coughs> I think that if you get me one of these last three, I'll keep you around, and I'll go into year four with Greer and Flores and another draft, and I'm gonna tell them it's all gonna depend on the start of this season, like. If yeah, you like, you can't got, you start, can't if you can't start can't like come that. come out here after training camp and your preseason games and start winning games when the season starts, I'm going to move on midseason. They'll be an interim coach, and we'll scrap it. But if if they can pick up a few wins in the beginning of the season, I'll be happy, and then we'll see how the season changes. How many touchdowns is two throw tonight? Oh, my God. If he has a three-touchdown game, I'm going to be so excited. Four touchdowns! <laughs> I think he's throwing four. He's either throwing four touchdowns or And Jalen Waddle's catching two. Yeah, I haven't had this kind of pit in my stomach for a football game in a long time. Here's what I think, is I know... Not really, actually. The last time I had this pit in my stomach for a football game, I remember what it was. It was opening day against the New England Patriots. And we won that game. Yeah. (laughs) So, here's what I know is going to happen. I don't know the outcome. I don't even know if it's going to be a good game. But what I know is, like, they won't come out like last week against the Jets. Like, I think I was listening to players talk about it. Like, again, Xavier Howard on the Richard Sherman podcast said it. He's like, that buy kind of came at a bad time for us. He's like, we didn't really, the whole locker room just felt like they didn't want the buy. They didn't want that time off. Everyone knew that they were hot. They were playing well. They're clicking. You're playing a division rival. Things are weird. It's okay. You come out really bad. That's not going to happen tonight. They're going to come out and be okay. In fact, I think they're going to do that thing where they score their opening drive touchdown. I hope so. But... (sighs) It's all going to be on the defense. No, I don't think so. I have three keys to the game. I think think this game is going to be on the offense. You want my three keys? The defense can hold the Saints, but the Saints' defense can hold you. Like, you have to score points. All right, what are your three keys? First... Ian Book can't be a storyline tomorrow. If no, he'll a story be a storyline. Is he the worst quarterback games. of okay. all time? He can't be a storyline in the direction where it's like, <laughs> Ian Book made his debut, and it boy, what a performance. Can't be like that. It won't be like that. Number two. Two has got to play clean. Just another clean game. I don't even need the four or three touchdowns. If he's not throwing picks, I think we win. Agreed. Okay. If you don't turn the ball over, you win this game. Third... Key is the running game. Like, who's gonna have a better running game tonight? Are the Saints and Kamara gonna be able to run it down our defense's throat and push us back, or are we gonna be able to get a consistent running game that allows two and not have to put (coughs) fifty shoes out there for the Saints' cornerbacks to try and pick up? That's where I'm at. I think those are good keys. Um, Listen, Dolphins are gonna win. Woo! Thirty-three, eleven. I was gonna say thirty-four to like. 13. Did you see the guy with the no safety parlay? He just lost bet. it on the Kyler Murray. He just bet every. It was a twelve parlay, no safety. It's so dumb. If you parlay at all, it's only you only get like minus one hundred odds. I don't. Know. I'm not a gambler. But. I'm excited. Let's go, Dolphins. If we lose, broken hearts. It's going to be bad. Sour. Alright, score you later. (laughs) The Miami Dolphins are winners of 7 straight as they blow out the Saints in a TV football game that would have been better suited for the radio. I'm Frankie Biazzi, with me is my brother, Sal Biazzi. Let's talk. Dolphins football, baby. You didn't in, You didn't even m- mention the name of the show. Welcome to After the Squirt Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, that game went pretty much exactly how I thought it was going to go. It went nothing like that. <laughs> I <laughs> said it was going to be a blowout, and I was worried about the offense. That's exactly what happened. You said Drew were going to score four touchdowns. Two was going to throw four touchdowns. Yeah, but, like, that was what I wanted to happen. That's not what I thought was going to happen. What I thought was going to happen was... The team was gonna suck on offense and bl- shut them out on defense. Because even book is a joke. Team that can totally beat the Titans <laughs> and the Patriots in two weeks. Uh, I'll be honest. The defensive side of the ball can win a Super Bowl for real. The offensive side of the ball got to do better. Can barely beat a Pop <laughs> it's Warner team. Do and it's like not. So many. It's not even necessarily two's fault. Like two is not great. Great. He's okay. He's okay, but, like, I'm starting to, like... You need more. He's really starting to, like, test me where I'm like, dude, like... Do better. You gotta do something. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, he's so held back by the offensive line. It's so obvious. This team got three holding penalties in the most crucial. You just knew in the previous weeks while we were in the middle of the winning streak, you knew at some point <coughs> the refs were gonna fuck us with holding calls. Oh, my God. Because we hold on every play. Today was our brutal. offensive line is So, primetime game, the refs throw three holding flags. Ironically enough, two of them weren't really holds. Well, the one was <laughs> ridiculous. The one on Eichenberg. He barely laid a finger on he his man. He so got beat so bad, and beat so bad they called started. a holding on it. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, it's, that's, But that's yeah, I bad. mean, there's almost nothing good about the offense other than Jalen Waddle and the chemistry that him and Tua have. Uh, even Gasicki has turned into an absolute ghost. He's nowhere to be found most of the time. And maybe that's, like, due to the relationship that Waddle and Tua have, so he's not looking for Gasicki, but, like... It has everything to do with how quickly Tua has to get rid of the ball and how bad Gasicki and Parker are at getting open from athletic cornerbacks. Yeah, they can't do it. They can't get separation. And and so, the Saints... So, that's why the ball consistently goes to Waddle. He's the only guy with room. And the Saints, credit to their defense. Their defense played really well tonight. Uh, They were down a few guys. But, overall, like... Waddle is able to do enough to win the game. Yeah. Uh, and the running game did enough. But on the defensive side of the ball. Just smothering. The defensive just, line is really starting to take a, a and And I, I get it. The Saints had guys out on COVID. They're playing with, like... Tennessee's offensive line is banged up. Like, we're going into another situation where their offensive well, line is... I don't want to hear about banged-up offensive lines. Eight sacks. We're playing with the worst offensive line by choice. Yes. So, like, your offensive line is probably still better than ours. Yes. Which is why I don't get too mad at Tua. He looks bad. He's held back so bad by the... And he had a good game. He had, so a, like, uh, he had a fine game. Like, I at some point, I do want him to throw for 300 at yards. At the end of the day, his stat line is going to be probably it's a nine, two, 90-something quarterback it's rating. It's 200 yards. 200 yards to it's completing 80% of your passes, fine. maybe nice. like 75% of your passes a with day. a touchdown and a pick. Good work. The problem is the pick is the same pick he throws every week. Every single week, he sails a receiver in the middle of the field. And the ball goes to a safety. It's crazy. But here's the thing. He's got to stop doing that. Here's the thing. It never... <laughs> is that big of a deal It never hurts us. Was, tonight's was really fine because it was it was like a third down play. It was just wound up being a it, bad punt. It have been a 39-yard punt.
1: Like could have
0: had better punt, but whatever, that's fine. But I don't know. Jalen Waddle was wide open on that play. Yeah. Like So it's it's just weird. I want more from Tua and I almost think that the like Tua's <sighs> He's a kid still. Yeah, but I just still he think... Yeah, so much... He so much po- there's so many positives I could take away from Tua, though, because of the way he rebounds, because of his leadership on the field, the way he's lining up and, and indicating motions and changing plays of the line and calling smart timeouts. We only had one touchdown drive. Yeah. And it happened after he threw the interception. Yes. Which is what, what the he interception does. interception before he can move the team downfield. I'll take it, especially if the interceptions don't turn into points. Um, but I the game. It's gonna get better. The game started off with the bang with the pick six right away. Nick Needham? That, right then and there, you're like, okay. Love just to needed to get those first points on the board. I'd love to see that guy really, like, find a, a role in this defense <coughs> after his rocky start. We're like waking up the neighbors. Ian Book was so bad. I mean, he did as well as you could hope for, I guess. But, like, Taysom Hill would have done equally as bad I think so we were we were on it tonight the defensive line is like I said taking that next step we've never had a pass rush or a and it's not like our pass rush is great we 33 a lot of the time. 33 sacks in our last seven games that's yeah, really good it stood up a lot of the time but we have a lot of really hard yeah like guys who don't we're obviously up. not getting our pressure from just like sending four but, but because our coverage is so good you can. We can we, do it. We would be any mediocre offensive lineman. I'm, can't block our guys. I am worried seconds. about Tannehill just finding AJ Brown when over we send. Yeah, like is he just gonna keep peppering AJ Brown as we send the? the you know what I'm interested. I think <coughs> there's a lot of bad blood between Xavier Howard and Tannehill. Like I think you think I think Xavier was was with like the he was on those teams, and I think he was one of the guys only for a year. No, a he got drafted years. in 2016. Tannehill left the team three years ago. In 2017. No. 2018. 2019. Did he play in 2019? Oh, <laughs> well, he was hurt. <coughs> but, but I think Xavier Howard was one of those cornerbacks with the crew who didn't necessarily think He's like Tannehill this guy was sucks. <laughs> so it'd be cool. This is the first time Tannehill's going to face the Dolphins. So. It's interesting. It's an interesting matchup, and it means so much for both teams. What I'm excited about is, like, this is the first team that we're playing that I I think it's a favorable matchup for our offense. Their defense? The Tennessee defense is good. Yeah. But it's not going to do the things that, like, the Saints defense does. And even a defense like... uh, like when we played uh, the Ravens. Like, this is a defense that you can kind of... You can pass the ball. Yeah, You're going to be able to pass the ball. And with their offensive lineman hurt, Tannehill takes a lot of sacks. He and the ball and out. what I mean, does Tannehill do when he gets sacked? He sometimes fumbles. So. He fumbles. So oh my he- god. By the way, that fumble that Tua had... Where the ball went 40 yards backwards. <laughs> but that's the thing, like that was bad on him. But like also, the he really didn't have much of a shot. A the shot. offensive line played their worst game in, no, in t- probably the entire winning streak. Oh my god, they they, they were, were they were getting <laughs> brutalized. But the Saints' defensive line is really. Do you bad? know how many times Tua bumps into his own offensive lineman? And Tua had so many plays Tua tonight. Tua snaps the ball. T- does his drop back, and then he's, like, getting hit from behind from his own offensive line. He must be like, what? I- like, can you do something? To-, to had so many plays tonight where he had to step up in the pocket and make a throw, and most of them were... Listen, like- he made some really good throws tonight. But, like, I mean, clearly tonight was never... The game plan tonight was never, like, two is going to win us this game. They ran the ball a ton, even though they were getting... Kind of nothing with it. But by the end of the game, Johnson was getting pretty good chunks every time he had to him. Uh, I don't know. I just the play calling to me is so wacky. Those wildcat plays at the they're end of so the quarter. They're so bad. There's just momentum killers. The the bringing Brissett in on third down. We got to st- stop, stop that. with that. Especially like, if you're gonna drop him back to throw it. It's crazy. Insane. It's crazy. Like he's just he looks like he's moving in, in slow motion. motion. It's, it's cr- cr- so he moves like a robot. Like uh, <laughs> Get the Tin Man <laughs> from Wizard of Oz, but I mean, so I've th- said this a lot over the winning streak, but like, hey, a win is a win. We Most haven't really won any of these games in a dominating, pretty fashion. Like even tonight, like we dominated that game. Like the Saints never had a chance in that game. The score, but like right. we didn't play a a great game. The most important takeaway from that game is uh, we're in the playoffs. You're 8-7. and seven. You're the seventh seed. If you can win your games. Just win your next two games. You have a, you There's two games. Two games in front of you. will make the playoffs. Which, by the way, if you win those two games, you'll h- most likely get the favorable matchup. Dude, we need the Patriots to And you'll to get to play Sunday. the Bengals. I want the Patriots to lose, dude. I mean, I don't care if they lose because I just want to win. How could you not care? But if they lose... Well, because they're playing the Jaguars. Like, It's going to be so hard for me to get for the have Jaguars. to get a game before the end of the season. Is it going to be that game? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> if they lose, are we just in with nine wins? Like, do we not we even necessarily be. need to win ten? Well, first of all, I don't want to think that way. I, wanna, <coughs> I just want to win our ten. But if they lose... The division is just there. Like, just go win the division. No, you, the Bills, dude. You still need the Bills to lose. They'll blow it. No, they won't. They're, they're playing gonna, the fucking Falcons. They're gonna fall in the bag. They're playing the Falcons and who else? And honestly, I think the the Bills. The one of the things, one of the downsides to rooting for them to beat the Pats was, once they beat the Pats, they're gonna kind of right their ship and they're gonna co- They're gonna get through the end of the season and maybe they go on a run. They're going to drop these last two. No, they're not. We're going to win the division. It's destiny. Delusional. You were telling me we are going to lose this game yesterday. So, I'm done hearing from you. Now it's the Patriots team. Like I said, I don't think I'll be that hurt. Like, the Titans are a better team than us, in my opinion. Yeah, and, for sure. And if we go on the road after this seven-game win streak and can't beat Tannehill in a revenge game, I'm not going to be as hurt as I would have been if we had lost tonight. I will say... The good news is, what we've watched from the Titans over the past few weeks since Derrick Henry has been out, they are struggling to run the ball. They cannot run the ball. No one on that team can do it consistently. Dante Foreman, I guess, is their closest, and he's not that good at all. We just shut down Alvin Kamara. Shut down their running game. Put this game into t- onto Tannehill's back. Make Tannehill throw the ball 40 fucking I feel like times. I like the Titans' offense has been lighting it up. If Tannehill throws the ball 40 times, he's going to throw a couple picks. Hopefully. You can win that game. But what do you need next week from your offense? <coughs> you need an offense that's going to score points. Some points. Like your offense next week against the Titans needs to score 17 offensive points. You need two touchdowns on a field goal. If you can do that, you can win the game. Offensive as offenses have been so <coughs> bad across the league. Yeah. So, hey, big win. Excited. Glad we waited until after the podcast to record a little sports. Uh, wow. Dolphins 8-7, controlling their own playoff destiny. All they have to do is beat the Titans on the road and then beat the Patriots at home. They got eight wins this year. They were 1-7. Magical. They were 1-7. Finish strong, man. <coughs> Finish strong. It will be hard. Like, if they beat the Titans, but then lose that last game of the year to the that's Patriots. The, that's the big one. Like, I'm going to be so upset, but at the same time, it's like, they were above 500. How could you be that upset? But... It'll be interesting if we do lose one of these last two, if we can still squeak in, now that we have the seventh seed. Yeah, now you're at the seventh seed. Oh, two? Three weeks ago? Mm -hmm. Maybe less? You were 13. You were the 13th seed? Yeah. You jumped six spots. Just by winning your game. Just keep winning them. (laughs) Alright, well... Thanks for listening. We'll tell we'll keep you posted on if the Miami Dolphins are uh, any good. Bye. <laughs> Testing, testing. Test, test. It's gonna sound weird. Why? Do you think we're far enough apart? That's six feet. What if the wind blows this way? Nah, you're probably gonna get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rose had a fever today. All day. Is she? She seems alright, but. Maybe she's giving everyone COVID. She is? Yeah. She just <laughs> got, it, got it today. <laughs> you gave an infant COVID. I didn't give anyone COVID. Sounds like you gave her COVID. I don't... I'm not sick. Neither am I. <sighs> How's your, uh... Christmas. It was great. (laughs) I watched TV. What did you and Amanda do? We've done nothing. Did you give each other gifts? No. (laughs) We gave each other gifts on Monday. Because we were like, oh, you know what? We have a busy week ahead of us, and then we're driving down to Florida. Let's give each other our gifts now. Let's get it out of the way so it's less stuff to bring with us. Then that night is when we got sick. We are like, well... So we did literally nothing on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Chrysler. How was your Christmas? It's pretty good. A it good looked time. nice. Yeah. How was your first Christmas with a baby? I enjoyed it. Um, It's cool being dad on Christmas. It's a good roll. Uh, but we'll talk about that in the podcast. We'll talk about Christmas and COVID and stuff.